And hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It's a very exciting week for us here at the Gay Racing Podcast. Um, we have a lot. So exciting. We have a lot of tea to talk about. Um, but I feel like the first thing that we should bring up is that in literally two days, I am hopping on an airplane and flying out to where Alex is because we are going to the Iowa IndyCar races this weekend. Yes. We've been counting down the days, or Alex has. Um, he, he has a thing on his phone. But Alex has been counting do. down the days. I'm very excited. I just haven't been counting the days. I can't count. Since, like, January, <laughs> when we finally, like, booked everything. And I'm very, I'm nervous to fly for the first time. Like, low-key nervous. Like, I'll, I'll be fine. But, um. I'm helping you prepare for that. I'll be prepared Getting enough. everything ready. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but um, it's gonna be a great weekend. Um, we're gonna do stuff. It's gonna be so much we're doing fun. racing stuff Friday too. Um, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be great. Um, so we're we'll be at the track if you see us. Um, I'm tall. There's a lot of you guys from Twitter that are gonna be there. Yeah. I want to meet so many people. I wish we had. It's gonna be hot. Yeah, it's gonna be hot as hell. It's gonna be Catch so me hot. in gym shorts and um, t-shirt. Obviously, yeah, but. Yep. It's going to be hot. Maybe a hat? Are you wearing a hat, Alex? I might. I have not decided. Because my hair... I'm getting I'm getting a haircut tomorrow, but I'm also like, maybe I should wear a hat. You gotta look good I for know. Joseph. I don't look, yeah, we gotta look good. I don't look good in hats. That's my thing. Hmm. Unless I wear it backwards. That's kind of hetero of you, though. So <laughs> It's to balance you out, because I'll be standing right next to you! <laughs> Uh, no um, i'm bad i'm sorry (laughs) so next week's episode uh it'll be us talking about our experience at iowa next to each other probably will not watch pocono yeah we'll be in person who is pocono girl i don't don't know aren't they at the same time i think so yeah yeah. which i thought is we'll talk about pocono in a minute but um it'll be I think it'll be a fine race, but yeah, it's all right. We'll survive. Yeah. Yeah. We'll live. We'll live. If, if there was a race I had to miss, it's Pocono. Yeah. So I'm not mad. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. So um, let's kind of go over today's menu. We're going to talk about the NASCAR race at New Hampshire, which was also really, it exceeded expectations. Um, yeah. What other race exceeded expectations? Didn't Nashville kind of exceed my expectations? Nashville was expected to be a dud. So, and yeah. it was pretty. Yeah, it was solid. Um, Gateway too. Yeah, Gateway was actually decent. Um, then we're gonna talk about whew, the hottest tea. The we could we had some dry tea the last few months. Oh my god, girl! It has spilled. All the tea has spilled. It is piping hot. NASCAR. They waited until after we recorded last week's episode to drop it all. But you know what? NASCAR is going have street it all for course you. racing and. The silly season news got messy. You probably know it what we're talking very about. Very messy. I have opinions. We'll get to that later, and then we're gonna talk about the IndyCar race at Toronto. It was a very solid, you know. It was an IndyCar race on a street circuit. It was a race. It was a race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It probably honestly it, worst race of the year, but it's okay. That, yeah, we'll talk about. It's a that. high standard, and then. And then we'll make our picks for Iowa and Pocono at the end of the yeah, episode. Yeah, two Iowa races, and I'm pissing myself yes. over here. Um, <laughs> it's 
big episode. Yes. Lots to talk about. Yes, it's going to be very Shall fun. we get started? Yeah, let's get started. Let's talk about NASCAR New Hampshire. Again, I said right. it was a solid race. Um, we had some comers and goers. Low-key pit strategy, um, from what I remember. Yeah. I, we missed the first half of the race, but it doesn't matter. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. It didn't matter. <laughs> um, Christopher Bell, um, aka Alex's lookalike, won. Um, Thank you. Won the race. <laughs> held the lobster. Um, mm-hmm. Did he kiss? Did he ever kiss the lobster? No, I don't think he did. Man, what? What a little. <laughs> you can't say that. Word. I know. So weak. I yeah, didn't Chris, know. <laughs> Christopher Bell. You didn't know what word I was. Christopher Bell did win the race. We. We, we both picked uh, Gibbs cars to win this yeah. race. I picked Kyle Busch. That didn't go well. And you picked Truex, yes. who dominated this race. But then he, like... Uh, but slipped into stage three. Yeah. So I think they were they were on the wrong tire strategy. Must have been. Uh, the 19 team was. They thought this was going to have more yellows. Yeah. Which is reasonable, reasonable to think. Reasonable. Very reasonable like, to think. Um, but yeah. what's crazy is Christopher Bell... And I think I thought about picking him... I don't know if it was for new hampshire but maybe it was for the race before that where were they before that where were we before new hampshire atlanta oh right oh no so i think i thought about picking christopher at new hampshire but i was like not with bubba's old pit crew absolutely not mm-hmm. not the way okay now this something messed up the so fact it... that he wins like the first race with mm-hmm. that new pit crew that's insane so it turns out that it's not the entire pit crew I learned. Right. It's just like they swapped out a couple members. Um, so I guess that's why they're gelling better. Because Bubba had probably his best race of the year. Finished third. Probably career, the, too. The yeah, theoretical third. podium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's insane. But yeah, this was big for Bell. He was one of the three drivers in the playoffs who hadn't won yet. There's now only two spots left on points in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Really hard to believe that. Yeah. And by the way, Bell probably was owed a win here at New Hampshire after last year's race when NASCAR shortened the race. Oh, yes, he was. Darkness. Um, because Bell was catching Almirola last year. So uh, he should have won the race. Yeah. Full circle. Bell's good at New Hampshire. He's won like multiple Xfinity mm-hmm. races there, I remember. So he's actually very good at. Like he beat Kyle Bush in Xfinity there once. Like he's very good at New Hampshire, yeah. apparently. So. Um, that's a very uh, well-deserved win. He played it well. The strategy was done well. Good earned win. Um, so good job, Christopher. Yeah. And now he's in the playoffs, and we'll talk about kind of what that's going to mean in a minute. Or now, can we have other stuff to talk about in the race? Um, there was fuel strategy. Yeah, toward the end of the race, the a lot of the drivers they weren't sure if they were making on fuel oh, or not. Yeah. And the tire strategy as well. Yeah, and. I kind of alluded to this, is that Truex was on, I think, I believe Truex took f- the two tires and Bell took four. Yeah. Maybe I'm reversing that. Because they assumed that we're going to have a lot of cautions, and it just didn't work out that way. Yeah, Because so, Bell pitted, like, it was on a caution that came out, like, seven laps after a restart, and then Bell pitted. Mm-hmm. So he had a little bit fresher tires, but it went, like, him and Chase Elliott both went, it went a long way for them, obviously. Yeah. And Chase Elliott, you mentioned him. He is on four races in a row of finishing top two. NBC effect, man. He is insane right now. He is that so is good. That is crazy. He's good. He's good. He's, I, I mean, he's like he's, establishing the himself first, as like the favorite. 
Yeah, this is like the first time we've really had like a concrete favorite for the championship yeah, right now. Because Ross Chastain never had this consistency, really. I mean, he kind no. of did. No, he did, but lately he hasn't had it. And obviously other stuff is going on with him. Right now, though, Chase Elliott is the man. He is good. And let's look at the types of tracks, right? We had Nashville. We had Road America. We had Atlanta. And we had, like... What's it called? Um, New Hampshire. You know, they're they're all very different tracks. Maybe you know there there hasn't been one with like like an, a full intermediate. Like Nashville's a little bit of a smaller intermediate, but still, like he yeah. he's done good. Like he could have won all four of those races. And they're all four different types of tracks. He's yeah. going into the playoffs looking really pretty right now. This is the time of year you want to start having momentum because. From here, mm -hmm. everyone else is getting more and more stressed, especially the teams that aren't really locked in. This is the time to start rolling that snowball, and it's going to roll you into know, the playoffs really good. And I think of, like, Jimmy Johnson when he would start to peak right at the right. time of the chase. It's like the, the Brickyard 400, they show up, and it's like yes. they, they're going, one, like, they're, they're, for, they're playing for real now. Yeah, and that's right around now, this time yeah. of year is when that used to be. And here's Chase Elliott. After a week all of off. All of a sudden. Remember, the Brickyard used to always be after a week off. Chase has been doing this since that week off after Sonoma. Right. Interesting. It's true. Interesting. And, you know, Chastain, the question is with Chastain, did he peak a little too early? Because he was yeah. probably, you could say, the favorite right. back in, like, March and April. And all of this is really changing. Really think about. These teams figuring out these cars. We've seen Toyota lately also been more consistent and... When they are good, they are all good. Like, they all finished, what, top 12, top 11 on, at New and Hampshire? And when they're all bad, they're all bad. Look at the road yes. courses. Yep. <laughs> so, road yeah. courses, right. But, you know, they've they've been having some solid weeks. Um, yeah. So, this is interesting. This is very interesting to me. Um, um, see how this plays out. Before we get into the... Before we get into the playoff discussion, let's talk about uh, Brad Keselowski and Austin Dillon's yeah, thing. Um, whatever that was. Whatever. I don't even think they know. Low-key. Yeah, it didn't sound like they knew. My theory is Austin accidentally like let go of the wheel or something, and then Brad was like, oh, heck no. <laughs> Literally. He hit me under yellow. He hit me under yellow. Like, I think Erickson hit us. Like, I don't... I, I don't... Yeah. Brad's dumb because he he obviously lost his temper because he damaged his own car. He's having a rough year. I know he's upset. Brad still finished like seventh. I was surprised. Yeah, he came back to finish pretty good. His tire was down after it, and I was like, "Girl, you gonna break that car?" <laughs> well, he owns the car. It's his own problem, right? It is his own problem, but <laughs> but no, this was really weird. And Austin said in his interview with NBC that Brad's always raced him poorly, and he wasn't gonna take it. Um, and he alluded to that he had a really hard hit one time from Brad, and I think he's talking about Michigan last year, when, like, Brad dumped him on, like, was the straightaway or something. Was that Brad? I thought it was Blaney. No, it was Brad, wasn't it? No, Blaney won that race. It was Brad, I'm pretty you're sure right. It was Brad. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's what Austin See? was talking about. Um, Got beat? Yeah. It was, apparently it's been, like, a couple years in the making, yeah. and I guess Austin just now, got mad. doing that under caution... Uh, I don't think that's the place to do it. Yeah. Do it I when agree. it matters. I'm, 
I'm surprised NASCAR didn't, like, say, hey, like, let's not do that. That should be, honestly, there should be a zero tolerance to that. In my opinion, there should be a zero tolerance to that because of just, I mean, I get, when it happens after the race, I feel a little bit differently about it. But even, like, it can't, that's, that stuff happening on pit road's really dangerous, like, after a race, but under caution, Mm -hmm. even, their safety vehicles say, I don't know, it rubs me the wrong way. Y'all don't need to do that. Uh, do we think that this is going to lead to anything between Austin and Brad? No. I really don't think so. This is the kind of thing it won't. Um, and I don't think I Austin... I feel like Austin... It sounds like Austin was just like building up a lot of frustration with Brad yeah. and just kind of had enough. But Austin, obviously, but doing that under he caution... He should talk about it. He needs to do something under green flag. Because obviously him doing something under caution yeah. means he doesn't have the, the fortitude to do it when it mm-hmm. matters, I guess. I don't know. And you don't mess with Brad under... You don't try wrecking Brad, because... Oh, he's <laughs> Brad will wreck you. Brad's feisty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Brad, he did more damage to his car than Austin's car, so that's just... Austin right. got what he wanted, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Kind of. Uh, where before did, we where talk Austin, about... Sorry, where did Austin finish? Because Brad finished 7th. Austin oh, I don't know. finished... Um, I'm looking. 23rd. <laughs> okay. Well... Yeah, so... That probably fired Brad up, though, all right. honestly. My tweet, I, I made a funny tweet. It wasn't even that funny. It was like, why is Brad Kozlowski fighting the star of oh, life right. in the fast lane? It had over 600 <laughs> likes yesterday. You got quoted in an article. I did. It had a lot of likes, man. I didn't think it was that funny. It made me laugh. I thought it was funny. Yeah, but how many likes is that? Um, so, yeah, all right, sorry. Moving on. Yeah, you, you popped off. Uh, before we talk about the playoff impact of Bell winning this race, I want to talk about NBC because I we tuned in late because we were watching IndyCar right. first. Uh, I did not realize Rick Allen was not there until someone mentioned it. Until like an hour like, Oh, in. this is so much better without yeah. Rick Allen. I was just like, like he's not there, is he? Mm-hmm. Huh. I remember someone said something. I think they advertised it as like the... They, they didn't say drivers. They said, like, the race team broadcast, because I guess they've all been on race teams before, obviously. But but it still took me, like, half an hour watching. I was like, oh, yeah, Rick Allen's not here. But yeah. Dale Jr. is so good as the play-by-play, like, reading the commercial buffers, saying, green flag, green flag. He's so good. <laughs> I really liked it. And, you know, he Dale does really good at calling out like when this, a car's spinning and yeah. the camera doesn't have it on. Very Mike Joy esque. Yeah. Like Mike Joy's so play. he's so good at TV. I'm so glad he's doing TV. He's so good at TV. I I did not realize Rick Allen was gone. Yeah. And I feel like that's a that's an interesting note. I really liked the dynamic of Dale Jr., Jeff Burton, and Steve Letart. Yeah. Just those three. Because it just felt like you were just watching the race with some friends and it just felt more enjoyable. But it's not, but like, unprofessional They're either. very professional. Exactly. They are very professional, yeah. but they're not trying too hard. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally what and it is. And that makes it so much fun to watch. They're, Steve Latart and Dale Jr. are honestly probably the two best TV and, or TV people in NASCAR. And um, Jamie McMurray. Dale Jr., Steve Latart, <laughs> and Jamie McMurray are my, like, three dream team. I think Dale Jr. is proving you don't actually need a play-by-play guy, which is insane to think about. And, you know, we are getting away from, like, traditional 
sports. Like, we don't really need to follow a tradition. I wouldn't mind if they had this every week. I really wouldn't. I think they could get away with it. Not even get away with it. The broadcast would be good. It's Dale Jr. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Rick Allen, he has moments where I don't like him. He has moments where I think he's good. But he, he can be obnoxious. And I don't know. That was nice. Rick Allen's call of Jimmy Johnson's seventh title was really good. That was clean. But but there are moments where it's like, do we really need him? He's He just kind of yeah. states the obvious. He's had good calls. He's had bad calls. But, but it's his job, and I respect oh, him. Yeah. Like, he does a really good job at it. He's gotten a lot better since he started in Cup. Yeah. I think the problem but, is he doesn't match the energy of Steve Letart and even Dale Jr. and Jeff Burton. He doesn't match their energy. Right. They're yeah. very just because again, as you said, they're just friends talking about the race. Rick Allen's like, yeah. he, they they need to put Clint Boyer with R- Rick Allen. It'd <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be awful. That, no, thank it would, you. but it's like they would at least. I don't know. You know what I mean? Oh, Rick, you're just being all whatever. Because like Mike, <laughs> Mike, Larry, know. and Daryl were good because they all were energetic. Mike wasn't mm-hmm. as energetic as the other two, but, like, he still could, like, get energetic with them. But yeah. it's just, like... And Rick stays very, like, same note. He's the, the same time. note. Like, he's yelling. He's always he's yelling. He's yelling all the time. He's always but, yelling. Like, he... <laughs> it's always that Clint same... Clint can get yeah. with that. Clint can get with that. Mike Mike Joy, when Mike Joy's yelling, you know that you're watching an historic moment. That's why I like Mike Joy. Yeah. You know, that's true. That's it's so yeah. true. When Rick Allen is yelling, it's the second race at Pocono. You know, <laughs> and it it was confirmed that they're gonna NBC will do this a couple more times this season. Yeah, so I'm very I, glad to hear that. Was Rick at track and field stuff like Lee Diffie? I don't know because Lee Diffie he was gone too. You yo, who kidnapped the NBC um play by plays? <laughs> Like, dude. I don't know. I, I'll i be curious if the next TV contract, if, like, they don't consider just doing something like this for no. the next TV contract. I don't... They're not going to fire Rick Allen. You know what I mean? Like, if something mm-hmm. happens to Rick Allen and, well, like... Rick Allen can host the, the pre- and post-race no. show. No. They give... See, but... The, and they've been making Marty Snyder do that. He doing double duty. My man is yeah, overworked like, over have, here. Just have Rick... Just have, just have Rick Allen no. do it. I think that'd be good. You could. No? If he's if he is, it wouldn't be the only thing he's he'd still be in the booth. I don't think they're gonna get rid of him from the booth. Mm. I just think but you're right. I think the like the, he must have had another NBC project he was doing. I didn't see it if he was. I know Lee Diffie, as you said, was at track and field. Yeah, because he normally I don't is. Know. But Rick Allen has done track and field before. He did the world championships before too, because that's what happened this past weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. That, but that's really interesting. interesting. Yeah, it is. But yeah, they this booth made this race really enjoyable. I really enjoyed yes, it. Because again, it mostly was I think because of the booth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so, can we hmm? just give a shout out to NBC? Like during the commercial break, they were showing battles for like third and seventh and stuff. Like mm-hmm. they didn't just keep it on first. They showed like yeah. Bubba's battles a lot too, or, or not just specifically Bubba, but like they showed a battle with Bubba, and Bubba was never in mm-hmm. the lead. Like. I, again, I just right. appreciate that. So yeah, nice. the coverage is really good. Oh yeah, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the playoffs. So Christopher Bell's win, 
That changes a whole bunch of stuff again. We have now 14 winners in 2022. And there's been a question circling, are we going to get 16 winners? We have six races before the playoffs. Zach, do you think we're going to hit 16? Yeah. We have... Well, hold on, actually. Let me take that one. Let me... We have six races till the playoffs. (laughs) I thought we had eight. We have six. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it, I'll say, while you think, I think it is very possible because we have two road courses. We have Daytona. Michigan could be, drivers are saying it could be like a half super speedway and cap. maybe not. That's cap. But, and then you also have no. Richmond. There's Richmond as well. And Richmond's become and, kind of a strategy race. Yeah. Huh. True. And then there's Pocono, which could be fuel strategy. I think. My prediction so, is that we go into Daytona with 15, and the 16th mm-hmm. wins at Daytona. Corey LaJoy. I could totally see that. <laughs> Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy is going to be below 30 at the Or, place. well, let's look at the guys that don't have wins, too. It's Harvick and Truex. They've, Truex has been knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. He could win at a road court. No, no, Toyota sucks. Never mind. Um, Toyota is not going to win at a Kevin road Harvick, course. I don't think Kevin Harvick shocked. can win, because he's just been kind of chilling in seventh place for the last two years. So I think I think we'll get 15 at least. I think we'll get 15th okay. or 15th in the next five weeks, and the 16th might happen at Daytona. It's kind of 50-50. I could totally see that. Because almost half the field will have wins already. So it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it's, 50, it's 50-50. So what, I've seen this question a lot. People are asking Bob Pockris, yeah. what happens if we get 17? Jesus Christ. Yeah, y'all, don't, hey, y'all have no, I, no clue what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to try to explain it. Good luck. Let, let's see how this it's goes. It's not that complicated. It's really not. It's just like they made it a little overcomplicated than it needs yeah. to be, but it's not that And I'm not going to say anything, so you explain it. All right. So who gets in first? The regular season champion, which is pretty much going to be Chase Elliott. So regular season champion gets in before any winners, anything. And then next it's multi-time winners. So right now that's Chastain, Logano, Byron, and Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin right now is the lowest in points. So if we were to get 17 winners, he would be the one out. But since he has two wins, he leapfrogs all the one-time winners. So that's how that goes. Regular season champion, then multi-time winners. So two or more wins. And then you have first-time winners. So like one win. And then after that, it goes to points. But in this scenario, if we get to 17, yeah. yeah. It'll, if we have over 17, and you have all these one-time winners, it goes to the points. Yeah. Or these guys who have one win. Yeah. And as it stands right now, if we had 17 winners, let's hypothetically say Blaney and Truex get a win, and let's add Harvick. in Harvick yeah, as well. Harvick. If those three get a win, at the moment, Chase Briscoe is out. Yeah, Why? That'd be crazy. Why would he be out? Why? For the audience. Because Chase Briscoe would be out because he is the lowest of the seventeen winners. Yes. In points of the of the people with of one the win. one time with winners. one win. If you have yes. two wins, you're locked in as long as you stay top thirty in points. Because mathematically, yep. there's no way for there to be seventeen. So that's winners. that Coca Cola six hundred win for Denny Hamlin is probably going to save his season. If we get seventeen, he's still winners. really low in points. He's the lowest. Like, by far. Yeah. That's insane, actually. (laughs) And so, 
who's at risk if we get to 17? Well, Chase Briscoe's lowest. Then it's Tyler Reddick, Daniel Suarez, Kurt Busch, and Austin Sendrick. And after that, I believe it's Alex Bowman. Yeah. But there's a pretty big gap That's between Sendrick and yeah. Bowman. So I would say if you're a Briscoe, Reddick, Suarez, Kurt Busch, or Sendrick fan, you might have to worry a little this bit. This battle's interesting. Possibly. This battle's very interesting. Yeah. And... Hopefully that makes sense. It does. I did my best. Yeah. <laughs> I I had to explain it to someone. I'm like, you know what I'm talking about in the podcast. Because really too. the regular and, season champion part only matters if the regular season champion doesn't have wins. Otherwise, you just and, think of it as just the people with wins. And there is a scenario if Ryan Blaney doesn't win, but he catches Chase Elliott, which is very unlikely at this point. Yeah. Let's, if Blaney won the regular season championship with no wins, he would get locked he in. He would be in the playoffs, even, yes. Yes. Even if we had 17 winners yes. with, and Blaney God, doesn't have one, he's regular season would, champion. He, people would complain Oof. about that on Twitter. That'd be like Ty Dillon yeah. missing the Daytona 500 all over again. <laughs> but you know what? I don't know if you would agree with me on this. I know you're very anti-playoffs. Yeah. I feel like having this many winners has actually made this format compelling. I know what you're because saying. Because I'm actually interested. Thing. Yeah. Like, this is actually the most interesting the full season has been yeah. since this format got introduced. Oh, right. Minus the first year when we didn't really know what to expect oh, yeah. in 2014. I think this has been the really, really exciting to follow. And th- these playoffs are going to be nuts. Because there hasn't, besides Chase Elliott now, there hasn't really yeah. been a favorite. Um, I don't know. It actually feels like the playoffs matter this year because it's that close. And winning actually does matter, like the format was made to do. And personally, I think they should still reduce it to like 10 to 12 drivers. I was going to say that. Because then we would have this every year. The the only reason it's happening this year is because of the parity with the new car. Right? Like, but like next year, this probably won't happen. But if Correct. we should have be twelve, shocked. because back with the um the old chase format when it was like top ten points and the wild cards, mm-hmm. you had to be one of the top ten best guys to really be locked into the chase. You had yeah. to be one of the best. It's not just good enough because I feel like top sixteen is just mm-hmm. good enough. Top ten is you're one right. of the best, and we would get more of that, right? We'd get more of these guys that. Have won races, but they still have to fight for playoff spots, right? Because honestly, mm-hmm. there's a great chance that what we talk about, yes, there's a lot of interest in this right now, but mm-hmm. there's a great chance for it to not even develop into anything interesting. Right. Even though, honestly, it still will stay interesting because Kevin Harvick is out right now. We could have both Truex and Harvick miss, yeah. hypothetically. And those two, I would say. You could throw in Kyle Busch as well. Yeah. Like, those three like, dominated the past decade of the sport. Truex and Harvick could miss the playoffs. Like, right. that's crazy. That is crazy. I, we could have that scenario happen more often if we limited it to 12. We're in a once and This is only going to happen, like, one time. I'd be shocked if this happens again next I, year. I, there's no way. Like, this has made this format good. Yeah. Like, I'm actually really intrigued... And NBC talking about the playoffs, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, my driver, Blaney, is at risk of not making it. There's a lot of stakes for Blaney right now, unfortunately. There is. It's just, yeah. 
And, you know, you can say, oh, Blaney deserves to be in because he's been consistent. Well, that's not the format we're in. He has not won. Yes. Fourteen other guys have won a race. Blaney has not. Sorry. Like, that's why this win and you're in format actually works this year for me. Yeah. Because it's like, well, he hasn't won, so. I think it'd be interesting if, like, if they went back to 12, they tried a thing where it's like, well, really, honestly, the wild card format worked pretty good for it. Where it's like I really like the highest format. guys in points, but if you're if you have wins and you're not necessarily high in points, we'll get you we'll get you in. We'll get you yeah. in. But that doesn't <laughs> but NASCAR really likes that, you know, the fact that Corey LaJoy can win at Atlanta and make the playoffs. Personally, mm-hmm. I think that honestly just well, he'd ma- be out in round one. It just makes the playoff field worse. It makes it less exciting once we actually get to the playoffs. I'm just saying. So I think that's kind of dumb. Yep. Yep. But. Well, look at Michael McDowell when he won the Daytona 500. Yeah. Like, cool. It's like, did he really add anything? No. Like, no one yet has actually, like, been a surprise playoff guy and then actually made it past that first round. Honestly. I don't think so. Yeah. So. I don't think so. I would just go back to the wild card format. Honestly. I feel like that worked really well. And you can keep your eliminations, I guess. I guess. No, I'm just reinventing the 2013 chase format, the, the or the 2011. But, but yeah, anyways. But yeah, and hey, 2011 ended up with the tie at the end. Yeah, so. it's almost as if it was perfect. <laughs> Not really. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, but yeah, that was our little playoff discussion. Yeah, I'm really liking it this year. It's 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 pretty cool. I still obviously prefer an actual championship format, but it's all right. Yeah, I'm entertained, right? That's what they're trying to do. So, um, because I saw I saw people yesterday talking about Kevin Harvick. If we didn't have playoffs at all, no chase, no playoffs, he would have like almost ten. I think he'd have like four championships. Ten straight years, (laughs) no, like twelve straight years of being top ten in points, and like so many seconds, four championships. That makes me mad. Because Kevin Harvick has one championship, he honestly deserves more. 2020 should have been a championship. We all know that. Mm-hmm. So, anytime... Alex, you're getting excited about the playoffs. Don't forget. Do not forget. Oh, I, I have not forgotten. I think if they want this format to work, though, every year and not just have a yeah. one specialty year, they should reduce it yeah. to, like, 10 or 12. That fixes, like, half the issue, I feel like. That will fix, like, making the full, like, the regular season kind of important, but then you still mm-hmm. have the issue of, like... The actual champion needs to get decided better, in my opinion. But that's yeah. a conversation but, that we've already had. So, And I there's two more things I want to say, then we can move on to our ad break. Yeah. Uh, Chase Elliott would be running away with this championship right now in a full-season championship. Yeah. That's one thing. And, you know, I'd be fine with that if we had that. But would people be complaining? Yeah, obviously. They already complain. <laughs> they're they, they, they're going to complain I'm about complaining. anything. I'm complaining. Yeah, you're complaining. See, people are, complaining I mean, people about. on Twitter are complaining that Kevin Harvick is blah, blah, blah. Like, people are going to complain about the also the current playoff format. How, well, Ryan Blaney should get in because he's consistent. And Kevin Harvick should be in. And be, so, they're going to complain anyways. So, just do the actual yeah. smart thing. You guys are going to end up making it so they add four more spots. We have 20 drivers in the playoffs. It's like, stop talking. Imagine that's uh, the one thing that happens that actually makes them call, make a change. Like, for the next year. Like, okay, we'll add more playoff spots. No, bestie. That's the wrong choice. I hope... I could see that, too, and I'm not happy about it. Uh, The other thing I wanted to say is that 
with this format now, the summer races, especially this year, actually matter. They're really intense. Because remember, the Jimmy Johnson era, did New Hampshire in July ever matter? Did Pocono in no. the summer ever matter? No. No. The TNT portion of the schedule, you could just throw that out. Oh. No one remember it. That, that, uh, like, come on. The the fake CGI um starting lights that they had in the infield, mm-hmm. that was great. <laughs> yeah. Like, TNT, that whole part of the schedule did not exist. They got the worst part of the schedule. No, what they had, but wide open coverage at Daytona, fire. It was fire. That was that fire. That was, I peaked. I'm just saying, that portion of the season is basically where we are now. We'd probably be moving over to ESPN in that area Yeah, now. we'd be, like, but, last way sort of started ESPN. And, but what I'm saying is, is that part of the season is actually compelling now. Yeah. It used to just be like, ah, oh, you could skip this. Yeah, Doesn't because really it would be like anything. the new season vibe. And it's like, oh, NASCAR's back. So that you carries you through the first month or so. But then it, you mm-hmm. kind of lose compelling after the 600, or lo- you just yep. lose interest after the 600. But now that we have kind of playoff, you know, question mm-hmm. marks, it's it's a lot more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Um. So after our little ad break, um, we are going to talk about the hottest tea that maybe we've ever had. We've ever had. We've ever. <laughs> it's hot. It's spicy. We imported it. It's good. Get ready, y'all. We're the break. All right, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Um, it is time for probably everyone's favorite segment this week. Um, the tea, the tea. Um, only uh, here on tea. the Gay Racing Podcast when you where you can get two gay guys talking about the latest gossip in the motorsports world. And honey, <laughs> let's start out with um something that's less gossip, more just really spicy news. Um, the Chicago Street Course is confirmed for the NASCAR Cup Series schedule 2023, July 1st and 2nd, um, so July 4th weekend, and they're going to yep. be with IMSA. IMSA's going to be on the Saturday, NASCAR's on the Sunday. Um, I'm guessing no Xfinity and Trucks, probably. Yeah. I don't think that was in the announcement. Yeah, so probably so. no Xfinity and Trucks, which really, whatever. Um, Xfinity has plenty of road courses to go to. Um, so yeah, it's finally official. It's been in kind of rumors and talks for a while now. Um, we don't know for sure if that means no more Road America, but it is replacing the Road America date. So it's likely that Road America is probably gone, which... Yeah, eh. per Adam Stern, uh, that is what is being oh, yeah. replaced as Road America. Okay, that's, so. that kind of sucks. But it, it's to be expected. It's, yeah. it's worth it. It's a street course for NASCAR. I think... We'll probably end up back. I mean, they they went fifty years without going to Road America, right? They had a nineteen fifty six race. We'll be back one day, probably, if we need a road course. So it's there. Um, maybe Xfinity. Yeah. Maybe Xfinity will still go there too, at least. Hopefully, um, that'd be cool. That would be cool. I could see that. I don't know if it'll be on the same weekend as this. Yeah, but that would be still. that would be fair because they did a standalone Road America race forever. So hopefully, mm-hmm. just because the Cup Series is leaving, doesn't mean that they'll that won't happen anymore but we'll have to see but yeah i mean i don't have too much to say on it because it's just like 
it's nothing brand new. Like, we've been new. It's happening. I'm glad it's happening, mm. though. I know a lot of people are probably going to compl- Again, people on Twitter will complain. Oh, well, NASCAR, back in my day, we didn't race on no street courses. We only raced on ovals. In fact, I think we got too many gay people and too many too many road courses. Oh I don't... Th- I think we need to go back to these, these straight white men and these oval... Like, you know, stuff like that. So... Yeah. I, it's, just shut up. This has made NASCAR... By far the most diverse racing schedule in the world, I would say. Yeah. We've talked about it. They now have super speedways. They have ovals. They have short tracks. They have a dirt track. Yep. They have road courses. And now they have a street course. Uh, I don't think any other series is all doing different types all of road of courses, that. all different types of ovals. You know, yep. it's, it's, what else can they do? Like dirt road course, NASCAR take, heat. Take, <laughs> take, make, make one of the Texas races a dirt roval. A dirt? They could do that. Yeah, the dirt why in not? the infield, dude. I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch it. I mean, um, I already watched Texas take, races, so I mean, <laughs> I like <laughs> take Tony Stewart's idea of making Talladega into a figure eight track. A figure I mean, eight track's the next thing. That'd be funny. Low key. <laughs> I mean, would they do it? They'd do it at a short track, I think. They would. Would it would it be like where they can run into each other or would they have one of the sides? I was thinking over? Well, honestly, realistically, they could do a full size figure eight track that is a bridge. I think that'd be cool. Okay. That would yeah. be cool because then you have to get set up for left and right turns. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, they have that in That's... in our two thousand three one of the track. But anyways, it's in Mario Kart as well. Figure so... eight circuit. Just go there. It's already exists. Yeah. Go to the Mushroom Kingdom. But yeah, so we'll see. Um, a cool announcement. People are very mad about it for I think no reason. To be honest, it's the same um, reason y'all hate Toyota. Well, not the same reason y'all hate Toyota, but it's very similar. It's just something new. Well, a lot of people are mad that it is replacing Road America. Yeah, and that appears, and. I just, Road America does not really suit the Cup Series. Like, I really wanted it for years, too. But with the stage cautions, oh, it yeah. just really kills that race. It's a great road course. And, that's just it, There's too much filler. Yeah. There's too many straightaways, almost. It's just way too long. Even though there's a yeah. lot of good corners for the Cup cars. Yeah. I mean, IndyCar will still be there. Yeah. If you if you love the track, go to the IndyCar yeah, race. Xfinity, the I Indy feel like race. Xfinity will is gonna go stay there. there. Xfinity should I think, stay there. I think so. so. At least that. Yeah. I think that's the best of both worlds. I think that's the road course I would get rid of. Well, I'd get rid of Indy Road Course, actually. But, you know, that's the track I would get yeah. rid of. So. Yeah. All right. And then let's get into the big T here. First of the big T. Uh, Tyler Reddick. I, this is out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Came out of no nowhere. No one had any rumor. I don't even think they knew. So, Tyler Reddick. You you say it, Alex. I'm sorry. It's going to 2311 racing in 2024, not next year. 2024. Isn't that weird? I. It's weird. It's like when Casey Kane announced his Hendrick deal. Yeah, it's very similar to that. And so what happened was Reddick joined Denny Hamlin on a typical Toyota Zoom meeting with like the media, just talking about what Toyota's doing. And and Denny was like wrapping it up, and Tyler Reddick joins the call, and I think it was Claire B. Lang is like, um, Tyler, I think you joined the wrong media. <laughs> <laughs> and 
<laughs> it was very funny. And Hamlin says, actually, I want to announce today that Tyler Reddick is going to join us in 2020. Just dropped an absolute and then, bomb in the middle of nowhere. And then Tyler slid in and uh, joined Denny just sitting on the same spot in Zoom. It was... It's really cool. Find that video if you can. You know what? It's cute. I'm giving my slay of the week to Denny Hamlin and everyone involved to keep that number one a secret and number two that reveal. That's my slay of the week. We had one safer later. We can still do it, but that's my slay of the week. That was clean. That was good. No one knew about it. Right? No. But we just talked about how Chicago Street Course has been talked about for months. We had no idea this was going to happen with Reddick. I wonder no. how long they've been and talking about it. I don't I don't think anyone expected Reddick to stay at Childress after next year. I think everyone expected him to go somewhere else. I don't think we I did not think we were going to have a clue where he was going until maybe mid next year. Yeah. But here we are. We know where he's going. This I will say Gives me vibes. You mentioned Casey Kane at Red Bull and that gap year yeah. before he went to Hendrick. It kind of reminds me of the Austin Cendrick to Wood Brothers announcement. Oh, yeah. And look what happened. That didn't happen. Yeah. I wonder, because Richard Childress put out a statement, or Richard Childress Racing, but it was definitely Richard Childress. They said <laughs> in their statement that the timing of this announcement could not be any worse. There was a lot of salt in this announcement. Childress claims that they were completely blindsided by this. I can't believe teams would get salty about silly season stuff. That's crazy. Oh, just wait. Just wait. Good thing. A lot more. I hope. (laughs) (laughs) You just wait. You haven't seen nothing yet. Dude. I don't know. Would Childress drop Reddick next year? Like a year early or something? Like. Out of pettiness, I, I think that'd be no dumb. one's going to win them races, honey. I don't think that's a good yeah, idea, exactly. Richard. I think that'd be very dumb. Because, like, you're just not going to win. Are they going to get Ty unless... Dillon? Who's also leaving and, you know, a team. That is also, a yeah, exactly. Ty Dillon was announced he's going to be leaving Petty GMS at the end of the year. Is Childress going to bring Ty yeah, Even in? though Ty has been said he doesn't want to drive for Richard's team, but, like, just because he I wants to do it, it on happening. His own. Honestly, Ty, you need to win races. You've been saying how you want to win yeah. races for the longest time. You have like one Xfinity win. Like, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. Just... And listen, I'm not a big fan of Austin Dillon, but he has won a truck and an Xfinity championship that arguably should have went to Sam Horner Jr. But, <laughs> but he, still he has it. actually won. Yeah, yeah. He won a truck championship. You can. They were full season championships. I'll let him have it. I'll let him have it. Yeah, and he's he's won a couple cup races. Yeah, so Daytona 500, 600, which I know y'all mm-hmm. want to argue, but whatever. Um, that ain't, um, but yeah, little... I think I don't know. I mm-hmm. feel like they'll leave Reddick because it's just like I think it just would look bad if they yeah. dumped him because everyone knows how good Reddick is. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be the stupidest thing soldiers could do because. You're going to make your sponsors mad. Yeah. I know the sponsors are probably already mad with Reddick leaving in advance. But look, you have a driver in the playoffs who could win a championship. Oh, yeah. If he can get be consistent, he could win a championship. And you still have him next year, too. To win more races and compete for the championship if and you support him. why don't you tell these sponsors, like, hey, I have this championship caliber driver for one more that year next year. That can build our team. 
Yeah, and then maybe if you want, you can stay another year. Like, look, we just won a bunch of races. Yeah. Like, I, like look I, how good our team be is doing. I think right now they're just a little emotional and angry. Yeah. I think they'll be smart and keep him. Yeah. I, I'd be shocked. Because I feel if like if they dumped Reddick, he would mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like 20, I don't know if this is a thing, but I feel like 2311 would get like a third car to put him in. Or would he replace Kurt Busch? Or would he, like, or would Kurt just be like, I'm taking a nap, go have fun. Like, because also, <laughs> and then that, that was my next yeah. question, because I guess it's not known as, if, is it going to be a third car, or is he replacing Kurt and Busch, or, I mean, I, I think Bubba's there to stay for a while, but, you know, yeah. I'm, so is Kurt Busch now just expected to retire after next year, which honestly, I mean, he's been racing since 2001, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that is what's to be expected. I could see that, but I could also see him just running a third car. They'd have to get in their charter. Yeah, people talked about the which, number 34. Those are expensive. Apparently, mm-hmm. people, 34 was another MJ number, which I, I don't know. I, I have no idea, but... I think that's another MJ number. Yeah. That'd be interesting. This is a huge get for Toyota. Wait, but Michael McDowell... Toyota... Never, never mind, sorry. <laughs> I think it might have been 57. Let me look it up. Now Keep that talking. Say that. Keep talking. I, don't, I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. This is going to be really interesting. A huge get for Toyota, for sure. Because Toyota is usually known for losing drivers. Because they only have Gibbs, and now they have 2311. And Furniture Row shut down. Levine shut down. Red Bull shut down. Michael Waltrip Racing shut down. So, huge get for Toyota. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have one more thing to say about Toyota, relating to Silly Season. But before we do, I want to say Gregson, per Adam Stern, is the favorite for the 42 car next year. Uh, Petty GMS, which I think everyone kind of assumed, because has all the same sponsors that Gregson Yeah, and Junior Motorsports cannot get into Cup right now, it seems like. Yeah. Um, Not sure how that'll go. Yeah, I think he'll be (laughs) fine. I mean, Ty Dillon's been quiet, because he's a quiet kind of driver. Like, you know, heaps himself. Um, What's it called? Um... Eric Jones is also kind of quiet, solid. Noah Gregson mm-hmm. is none of those. So, we'll see. We'll see how it happens. It'd be very yeah. interesting. Um, but it makes sense. I think and it's about time he gets a cup ride, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still not that... He's been in Xfinity a while. He hasn't he, really the, lit the world on fire or anything. I don't know. I just feel like... I feel like there's other Xfinity drivers that could get in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Well... For example, what if Ty Gibbs ends up in Cup next year? Because Kyle Busch has still not signed anything with Joe Gibbs Racing. And Kyle said this weekend at New Hampshire that he has indeed talked to other... Wouldn't be earth-shattering news like I would hope he is. And other teams would be crazy to not talk to him. I would imagine the team that has talked to him is Stuart Haas Racing because they have the 10 car. Um, That'd that's be open so next year. crazy. It would be crazy. So the thing about this story is, and we talked about it a couple times now, Joe Gibbs says he wants it to happen. Kyle Busch says he wants it to happen. Uh, everyone at Toyota says they want it to happen. The president of Joe Gibbs Racing says they want it to happen. Why hasn't it happened then? There's obviously like, some issue, and it's probably, again, just relates to sponsorship, but it's like, what if Kyle gets offered I, a really good deal? Yeah, I'm going to get to that. I think Kyle Busch wants to not take a pay cut because M&M's has been 
keeping his paycheck his paycheck at 2008 levels. Yes. NASCAR isn't as popular as it was in 08. Oh, yeah. And Kyle is probably the highest paid driver. Probably, yeah. And and you know what? Kyle also has Toyota's biggest developer in Kyle Busch Motorsports in the truck series. So he also has that to his name so that Toyota Toy- does not want to lose. Toyota does not want to lose that. And you know who could use that? Ford. It's Ford. Ford has nothing in Xfinity or truck. Gene Haas is getting his pocketbook out, man. I'm just saying, if Ford really, really, really wants to have better development in truck and Xfinity, because Penske's out of Xfinity, and in a truck they have front row. I mean, you tell me, I think it's a pretty enticing deal for Ford saying, hey, Kyle Busch, we'll put you in the 10 car. We'll take Kyle Busch Motorsports, make you Ford. I think that could happen. I really do think that is a slim possibility. And I think what's a holdup is Kyle Busch wants to keep making the same money. Yeah. I really think that's the only thing holding this up. So, and they've probably found sponsors who don't want to pay as much as M&M's was doing. Yeah. So. And you know what, Alex? Isn't it spicy? What's that, Zach? Silly, silly season so far has been very spicy. There's mm-hmm. reason for it to continue with Kyle Busch. If there's a yeah. year where Kyle Busch finally leaves Joe Gibbs Racing, it's this year. It's this year. This is the year. Yep. This has been the mm-hmm. biggest ox- obstacle. He's been there for a long time. He's still one of the best drivers. He's a star. He's polarizing. And I think Stuart Haas Racing would be a good team for him. Yeah. Because he does stuff. I agree. Like, like, I mean, he's just, the culture just matches. And Stuart Haas Racing has always been, like, more of the hot-headed driver place. Because you had Kurt Busch there for a while. You had Tony Stewart Kevin there. Kevin Harvick's honestly uh, hot-headed. Harvick. Harvick's. Uh, yeah, Harvick, Danica Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're very, like, they have stars. They do. Mm-hmm. I know Cole Custer, but even Chase Briscoe, he's been, you know, he's entertaining, even, in mm-hmm. the car. Cole Custer... In Xfinity, he was pretty entertaining. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. I can see Kyle Busch there. I don't see him in the 10 car, because he's always had, like, an iconic number, but it, I'd get over it. But... If if this were to happen, this little hypothetical I've made... I've thought about this a lot. I think it's really interesting this has not been signed yet. If Ford really wants to do this, think of all the sponsors they're going to get from Kyle Busch Motorsports if they do this. They have Chandler Smith, who's looking like a potential prospect for the future. This could be the biggest thing Ford has ever done. This could be huge. Like, like they're Toyota's getting their development ass kicked. program would be dead. They're getting their ass kicked by KBM and trucks right now. Mm-hmm. Apparently. I haven't watched the truck race in two months. Well, but I'm, there's, that's there's, what only, I... there's only like two truck there's only like two Fords in the truck field right now. Yeah. And I think in Xfinity, there's only like the 98. There's a few more than so, just two trucks. Like, there's DGR, the DGR trucks and then um, the front row motorsports truck. Row. But yeah, it's like three. So yeah, three. But yeah, yeah and then Xfinity 2, like, it's... It's just the 98. It really is right? just in the 39, I think. Okay. I think. It was last year. But see what I'm saying, right. though? I'm, I'm just saying... I think there's something potentially brewing. I, there's got to be. If Ford has any sense, they're trying. Because they have the weakest development program right now. Oh, yeah. They really do. 
and I don't know. It'd be crazy. This would be like again. This is the craziest silly season ever. We haven't even finished. Shall we talk about? about... We haven't even finished. Girl, oh my god! Shall we finish up this drama? Ain't nobody can have a relaxing Wednesday evening when Twitter (laughs) blows up like this. So, 2021 IndyCar Series champion Alex Pillow. I don't. Was this last Wednesday or Thursday? It doesn't matter. I guess, but it was last. It was last week. So the first thing. Ganassi, Chip Ganassi Racing, announces Pillow would return in 2023 for their IndyCar team by using their, I guess, renewal renewal option. I don't, I still don't really know what that yeah. means, but that's a thing. I can try and explain it. Yeah. Yeah. So then, four hours later, Alex Pillow hops in on Twitter and is like, "Um, I never said that I'm coming back. That it's a fake quote." And then, did he say about the team that he was going to actually join? Five minutes after Pillow's thread, McLaren at McLaren F1, not Arrow McLaren SP, the at McLaren F1 Twitter welcomed Alex Pillow to the McLaren family. Literally five minutes after Pillow's thread. And said McLaren would join, or McLaren have Pillow join them in 23 and would be testing an F1, the uh, 21 car, with Pato and Herda alongside them. Yep. And Twitter was, like, on fire. This was unbelievable. This was... The, I've never <laughs> seen it like this. No. We may and, never see it like this again. Because, like... And if you if you guys remember... Sorry to cut you off, Zach. No, I do it all we, the time. <laughs> we have talked about this on here before. This rumor... Because it was reported by Jenna Fryer, who, kudos to her, knocked us out of the park. Because no one believed this. I didn't believe it. I don't think anyone did. She reported that this it sounds like the reigning IndyCar champion is going to go to McLaren next year. And then Polo basically said it's not true. He's staying at Ganassi. He's like, I'm happy at Ganassi. That's not going to happen. It didn't seem like that, at least. Here we are about a month or two after that. This happened. We've talked about it, and it sounded like McLaren probably offered Scott Dixon like a potential ownership role as well. That obviously didn't go big anywhere. Moves, man. <laughs> McLaren is on the move. But did you did you want to say what you had to say a few minutes ago? I don't remember what I had to say. Honestly, all right, sorry, right. it wasn't important. But but then the next day, Ganassi reiterated that. Alex Pillow is under contract with them for 2023 because of the option. If my understanding is correct, the option is that the team, if they, if a date is not passed on a deal, like a certain date in the contract, we'd have to see the actual contract to see when that is. A certain date has to pass. The team can say, you're going to come back with us because you haven't. They can extend the contract. Like, it's like, you have to cancel. It's, it's like canceling deal. an order, almost. Like you have to cancel mm-hmm. this order before it ships. It, yeah. It's kind of like yeah. that. You have to cancel this order within twenty four hours from ordering, or you're you're we're taking your money and you're getting it. All right, mm-hmm. you can't just back out of it. So that's kind of like what it is. It makes sense. I've just never heard of it before. That's why it confused me. And usually these options, they have to like come together and agree. Like, oh yeah, well I'll come back one more year. Apparently, it didn't happen. 
So normally it requires... So, yeah, because it would require Alex to, like, actually be like, yeah, I want to come back. But there must be something in the Ganassi contract that says the team has the option to do it. Because in the Ganassi press release, it says the team has used their option to retain Alex Pillow for 23. So I, it must be something that Ganassi has the power here. So I think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then after the race in Toronto, uh, Felix Rosenquist is talking to the media and he has said now that he wants to stay in IndyCar. Zach Brown, who's like the head of McLaren, has all the pieces in his hand. He can do what he wants. Felix is wanting to stay in IndyCar. He had his first podium. We'll talk about the IndyCar race in a bit. But Rosenquist said that he's heard because, you know, he's probably in these oh, conversations. He's, he's hearing that he's got that, the tea. We got to find and, him this And weekend. that's why he's probably speaking up because he wants to stay in IndyCar. He's heard that Polo won't race anywhere in 2023 because of this contract. And oh. what I've read in articles so and watched in videos. Yes. Yo. What I have read in these articles and watched, my understanding is, is that Chip Ganassi may park Alex Pillow for next year. He'll still get paid, all that, but he won't drive. What? That might be what happens. He might be under contract with Ganassi, but not race at all. But why can't Ganassi? Why, why wouldn't he be able to race then? Why wouldn't they let him race? They, they don't want him to. I guess not. He pissed them off. <laughs> but Ganassi <laughs> has done this before. But you're still paying the man. Okay, no, Alex, that don't make no damn sense. You're paying it, the man. Go let him. He He's like, let him win races for you if you're paying him. That's dumb. Ganassi's done this before with a driver named Alex Lloyd. Oh, Lord have mercy. They've, just, they've paid a driver before to sit at home well, what, under contract but not have him show up to the race. I think this Alex Lloyd did the Indy 500. Well, whatever you year, do, Alex, you don't mm-hmm. don't race for Ganassi because obviously they have a thing. Yeah. They have a thing <laughs> they against you. They do not like Alex. <laughs> Good thing Rossi didn't sign with oh them. Oh my huh? god, they they probably but, he probably tried, and they're like, oh hell no, we're done. not another one, not another Nuh-uh. one of these whores. Oh my god, that is funny. <laughs> That's funny. That'd be so that, spicy. But they've done this before. That's what really makes me think they're going to do exactly that. Or McLaren could buy out the contract, which is probably worth millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. And some juicy courtroom tea. Yeah. <laughs> and Rosenquist said, by the way, that it's up to the lawyers on what actually happens. Oh, we're going so to there's, court. There's, there's lawyers. We're going to court. We're, there's we're no way we're not going to court at this point. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> and we're not. And the other thing is. Daniel Ricardo could be on his way out, for all we know. Yeah. Daniel Ricardo put out a statement the night all this stuff happened, saying that he wants his main priority is to still drive for McLaren. And he's going to keep working his ass off to try doing the best he can and all that. Because rumors started circling that Pillow was going to go yeah. to F1. I don't see that. I just it's don't crazy. See that. I don't know. The day that McLaren unveils their driver lineup for next year... That's going to be in the next bomb because, like, no one knows. Ricardo could be out. They have a Formula E team that doesn't have a driver yet. I would say it's still likely Rosenquist goes to that ride. Yeah. That is 
they announced Rosenquist either going to go to Formula E or IndyCar. So they have three IndyCar seats. Uh, oh, Alex Rossi's mm-hmm. the only like confirmation, really, right? That he's going to and IndyCar. Lando Norris in F one. Yeah. yeah, Lando and and okay. So there's the F one. Lando seats. and Rossi are the only confirmed. There's the F one yeah. seat and then two IndyCar seats open and then the Formula mm-hmm. E seat and we have Rosenquist, Polo, Pato, and um, Ricardo. And then you whoever, could throw Herda in there too. Herda for the F one. Yeah, so throw Herda in there. I don't know if they have really. There's not really. I don't think there's anyone else that's really gonna. And I, Loki I, could Ricardo yeah. go to IndyCar? Probably not. Maybe I wouldn't count that out. I don't think I. I think it's more likely Ricardo's just out in general if he's not in the F one. Yeah, seat. I, I don't think he'd want to go to IndyCar. I. I don't know. Maybe he, he said before that he doesn't like the ovals, but who knows. He's crazy. Um, he'd, he'd do them. I think so. Yeah. But when there's going to be a day McLaren just announces their full lineup, or maybe one day they're going to announce our F1 lineup, our Formula E lineup, they'll start with that. Yeah. Then they'll do their IndyCar lineup, and then their F1. Like, I think the like first that. thing we find out is that Rosenquist will drive Formula E. Yeah. And I'll be bummed out because Rosenquist is finally starting to really shine. Yeah. I think he's really driving out, trying to prove he deserves to spot in Indy. God, imagine Man. that stress. Imagine I, that stress. You're I already just imagine. trying to perform as hard as you can just to have a good, like, championship. And, and Graham Rahal said after the Toronto race uh, in his NBC interview that he wishes that his team had space because they would put Rosenquist in a car to stay in Indy. Well, that's cool. So I think it's kind of figured. Yeah, that is nice No one say. asked, Graham, but I think that's it's, cool. No one asked! No one asked, and you can't do anything about it anyways. Oh, yeah, so, hey, listeners, if I had an IndyCar team right now, I would put Felix Rosenquist on it. Just so y'all know. No one asked, Graham, I'm just saying. He said that just to speak. (laughs) 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 Then do something, if you really Um, want him, do something about it, man. I'm just saying. (laughs) And then, one other thing, is that there was an article today that I read... That Zach Brown apparently did not know about the option on Ganassi's that Ganassi had on Polo. So McLaren apparently had no idea that was a thing. <laughs> so- no, I, okay. So this will bring me to my flop of the week. Okay. Oh, there's more before we get to your well, flop so of the yeah, week. Okay, yeah, let's do more. There's more. I have more stuff to add to this. Alex Polo's YouTube channel. <laughs> was discovered to be purchased. It is, he bought his YouTube, not Alex himself, his management group yeah. bought his YouTube channel. Because it has like a it lot had of 150,000 subscribers. Right? Yeah. 150,000. It was like a music channel or something. And he has three videos on there with like 300 views each. This, the management group bought out a YouTube channel. It is now cleaned out and deleted, by the way. And this happened like a month ago. This change because people put it in like the Wayback Machine. You've you can look that up, right? Yeah. And it went to this other channel. It's really weird, really really sketchy, and <laughs> so yeah. In conclusion, flop of the week, Zach. So would you like to do okay. the honors? Let me go off because <laughs> I didn't even do this in front of Alex already. I need Alex Pillow is flop of the week. And here's why. Let me say this. 
I know he didn't read that contract. He must have missed that part of the contract. From what it sounds like, Ganassi and McLaren did the right things. They did, you know, they they know what's up. I think Alex Pelot messed up. I agree. I th- it or sounds management. like he, it sounds like or, something's or, yeah, but like he didn't read something his contract. does not add up. Someone did not read that contract with Ganassi mm-hmm. because it sounds like that option is there and it's just and it sounds legit. I don't think like Ganassi's obviously not making all this up. They don't want this kind no. of publicity. They don't. Now using a fake quote from him, mm, mm-hmm. I I guess honestly. If he was coming back, I think it wouldn't have been a big deal. It's like, yeah, I didn't technically say that, but whatever. I kind of said that in an interview once. But, like, he obviously didn't read that contract. And now, how is he supposed to even try to go for the championship in IndyCar this year? There's no way. There's no way. Or even just win a race. There's no way he can even... Like, I think focus. there is a way. He's very talented, but like, yeah, the focus. I cannot imagine. He's lying when he says he's one hundred percent focused on winning at Toronto. Like, I was like, no, absolutely not. Because I think you. There's no way he's feeling good about there's, this situation. There's. This kind of dips into the IndyCar race, but there's a lot of animosity there now against Polo. because Scott Dixon said that he wouldn't have handled it this way. It's kind of I don't know if he said unprofessional. He said something along and those lines. And it feels lines. very unprofessional. And yes, it does. Marcus Erickson was yelling on the radio saying, can you please ask Polo not to wreck me? Or someone on the 18 was saying that. Like, don't let him wreck me. And then Polo backed off. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's... he finished sixth at, you know, Toronto, which, sure. But, like, mm-hmm. again, it's just stuff like that. There's going to be animosity towards him now. Ganassi now looks bad. Even McLaren might look bad a little bit. Alex definitely looks bad, in my opinion. He's just... Oh, I agree. I Like, come on, man. I feel, I'm putting it on him. He's a. This is a f- big flop. This is a bad flop. I would say it's more on his management team. Well, yeah. Honestly. When I say him, yeah. It's whoever's reading that contract. Yeah. But to be fair, you're supposed to read the contract, too. You're supposed yeah. to know. This is your <laughs> career, too. So the responsibility is not completely off of him. And my, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. In my opinion. Let me say this. <laughs> but, you know. Thank you, Kyle Petty. You have to read your yeah. contract. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So, that's, yeah, I, that's him. I think. He's definitely not winning gonna the championship. What's going to decide definitely not what will decide this whole thing is chip ganassi himself if he wants to give zach brown an offer say hey give me this many millions of dollars and you can have him go for it he could also like i said just make below's life miserable next year and just park him all year because he's done this before that'd be chip so ganassi petty. has done this before so and it... there's a precedent for this happening Chip Ganassi sounding like Richard Petty right now because that's petty. That's so petty. That's crazy. And I'm looking at the championship. Alex Pillow is third in points. Mm-hmm. Realistically, he could still win the championship. No, he could. I don't think he can. Not with like I think, this energy. I think their their focus is going to shift entirely to Erickson yeah. and even Dixon. Even Dixon. Dixon just won a race. 
Pelos still doesn't have yeah. a win this year. Like I, I think Dix, not Dixon, uh, Pelos crew. I think they're they're fine. I think they are. Like they're all buddy buddy with each other, and you know they're still a team. It doesn't really impact them specifically. It's just the driver. But I don't know. It's got to be in Pelos' mind. There's like, no he'll way he'll say can that focus. it's not. He but... can say it all. Like, and I the interview made me mad on Sunday before the race. I'm just like. I think he knows that he messed up and that he's just well, kind of I think like now the so lawyers bad. are telling him stop talking yeah. because he put on he did this big thread on Twitter saying that that didn't are I didn't say up? that I I'm not sure Let me look you keep talking You can check that keep while talking. I'm talking but he said all that on Twitter and then he said oh yeah I'm going to McLaren and I'm so excited and then they asked him at the track Alex, who are you racing for next year? And he's like, I don't have a comment on that. It's still up. With the big smile. It's still it's up. It's still up. Yeah, everything's okay. still up. The, the thread and the excited to share the news, looking forward to McLaren, blah, blah, blah. I think they told him to stop talking. Whoever, Whatever lawyer, I don't know if it's from his end, oh. McLaren, whoever, they told him to stop talking about it. So, I don't know. That's going to get ugly. Gonna, this is not the end of it's this. It's not the end. We're get, this is ending in a courtroom. No, it's not ending in a courtroom. Because, again, what if Ganassi goes petty? Like, And, you know, one more thing. Why would you blow up your relationship with Chip Ganassi when you are the next Scott Dixon? I don't understand this. You're literally third in points, could go back-to-back championships on the best team right now. Arguably, the Penske's been only. Yeah. The only thing that makes sense is that he saw an opportunity for Formula One. Yeah, but Pato and Herta are also vying for that F one slot at the same team. Yes. So you think you can just blow up your relationship with Chip Ganassi just to maybe get to F one so, to maybe to win maybe a race? Maybe get into F one. <laughs> that don't. It still doesn't make sense. Doesn't to make me. sense. Like to what me. is? I don't get it. I mean, I think I he really deserves don't. it more than the other two. Obviously, he won a championship. I, I would agree. I would but... agree very hard. It my my order oh. is Polo, Award, and then Ricardo, and then Herta. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't think Colton Herta needs to be in a Indy car or a Formula One car right now. Oh my gosh. This is going to be a developing story. <laughs> the T is going to keep We are going. in the... I, I've been watching anime recent Or Dragon Ball. I've been watching Dragon Ball recently. In, in anime, they have arcs. We are in the McLaren arc of the Gay Racing Podcast. We are in the McLaren arc. Zach Brown, yeah, I need to... see or McLaren? Jay, and we need to hire Jay to make a poster. <laughs> and it's got, like, Zach Brown looking all evil. And, like, Chip Ganassi <laughs> looking all evil. And then, like... Polo's there, and oh it's god. oh my god! That's... <laughs> I'll message him about that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I would pay um, him for it, and ha- I want it on my wall. I just love this. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do we have anything else to say about any of this silly season tea? This is probably our craziest segment of the tea ever. 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 It's hot. The tea was hot, man. It is still hot. I have burned. I am it burned. Is hot. Girl, <laughs> I can't wait to go. We'll be talking about this all weekend. No, dude. I know. Alex, we get to go to IndyCar races. 
and watch an IndyCar race with all this content. What if I said something funny to Alex Pillow this weekend? <laughs> Andretti you or McLaren? Be like Pato. Ganassi, Ganassi or, or McLaren? McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> what if I got him? Your eyes. What if I got him? Eyes at you. What if there? If I had a Ganassi? Uh, okay, I wish Ganassi sold stuffed animals. Maybe they do a Ganassi stuffed animal and McLaren stuffed animal. I'm like, which one do you want to? Which sign? one? <laughs> oh yeah, sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the sign. <laughs> Signs them both because you signed two contracts apparently for 2023. I mean, he did sign two of them, so <laughs> I can't. This is messy. Oh. Speaking of IndyCar, let's talk about Toronto. It's not going to take that long. Let's do it. Um, no. Scott Dixon won. It was a very Scott <laughs> Dixon kind of winning race. He he just. Yeah, he won. He was fast. Um, he beat her. He ties Mario Andretti. He ties Mario Andretti on the all-time wins yes. list with fifty-two wins. Really cool deal. Yep. Um, and he beat Colton Herta. Colton Herta was leading early, saying. right? Yep. Yeah, and then pit strategy. It was really that first set of stops where Dixon just had a better like outlap, and just when Dixon beat in the pits that's when he won the race yeah you could not pass at toronto yeah it was, really... it was rough it was a little rough not gonna lie um but yeah herda at least herda brought it home in second which is honestly a win for him he didn't wreck he didn't wreck he did oh my not gosh wreck, which is oh my god uh, that's why listen i'm not mean to him i'm just very critical he he if the, like at well, long when beach he's hyped up for f1 he's we've got to be critical toward him like at long beach I feel like. he should have done that he should have done what he did at toronto at long beach but he didn't mm-hmm. so you know good good on him yeah. um yeah he led 17 laps um felix rodenquist third graham ray hall fourth no one asked you graham um erickson erickson having his championship defense in fifth Solid top five. He's doing exactly what yep. he needs to do. Erickson extended his lead over everyone yep. except for Dixon. Yep. So, um, Alexander Pillow is in sixth. Pagano seventh. Mm-hmm. I'm just running through the top ten. Lungard, Christian Lungard with a good run in eighth. He's had top tens before, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I assume he's so. by far the leader in rookie points. Yeah. By the way, he's Christian a, Lungard is. He's having a really solid year. Yeah. Scott McLaughlin ninth, and then Joseph in tenth. Um, Joseph had some pit issues. Let's talk about Pinsky. Let's talk about Roger. Roger, you're not the I only am... team owner that we're talking about today. Or, ne- never mind. You're... Roger, you're no. not off the hook. You're not off the hook. Listen, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. You're very disappointed. Pinsky, what What happened? What are we doing? What happened? You're... I don't... Tell me, what happened, Pinsky? I would love to know. First of all, Will Power burned all of his push to pass in the first, like, ten laps or something. What was that about? First five minutes, he's gone. Like, <laughs> Second, Joseph, that caution comes out after Jimmy Johnson stalled the field for half the race. And then the caution came out, so Joseph had a shot. And then we had a slow pit stop. The TV said it was because Joseph didn't pull in close enough no, to the bestie, pit No, Bestie, Joseph knows how to pit. <laughs> we're not us being defensive <laughs> <I'm> be- <laughs> but, but like what happened we we have a shot at maintaining third ahead of erickson and we blew it like i was we were jimmy johnson and connor daly just held on the break the entire circuit while dixon and Herta the ran reason away from Ganassi's the better team right now is because they don't have days like this 
they're not the points show it. The points show it. Yeah. And so New Garden loses a third place finish and finishes tenth. And Scott McLaughlin, that final restart, I got excited, like, oh, he's fourth at least, and then he falls five spots right away on the restart. Like, yeah, Will Power what was happened, stuck in boys? the back all day, even though he hit, probably had did, he had issues in qualifying, right? Yeah, did he change an engine? He did. I think that was Joseph. Oh, did, after did uh, just like wreck or something? <clears throat> something happened to Power. I can't remember. I don't remember what, what happened. But he had to watch. start in the back. But yeah. Yeah, he's had a lot of issues in qualifying. Yep. Penske, listen, your best friend, it's a me, big is going to Iowa next weekend. Mr. Sendrick, you cannot, I repeat, you cannot break my streak of seeing y'all win a race in person. I'm just saying, that is not acceptable. Get it together. Because hasn't Team Penske won every <laughs> IndyCar race you've been to? Like, at least, like, in, in the, the last... Past- in the last two years, yeah. They have not lost a single race I've been to. It's been like, Joseph lately. and Will Power, right? Joseph's won all of them but one, and Will Power won the other. Yeah, the Indy, so, yeah. of course, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I'm not about to go. If I go, I already told you this. If I go to Iowa and don't see Joseph Newgarden win, I want mm-hmm. my money back. Hi V, you hearing that? Hi V, you better be listening. If... What do you mean your money? I paid for the tickets. Oh, I'm sorry. I want Alex's money. <laughs> I I want Alex to get his money back. Thank you. What money? <laughs> you really ate. You just read me for filth. No. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I can't wait for this weekend. Oh my this god, we're so having fun. too much fun. Um. Anyway, Toronto. No, it was kind of mediocre. Toronto, Again, what were pass. you doing this weekend? That's what. What I'm were saying. you doing, Toronto? Yeah, what it was you? the only race on Peacock, and thank God no one saw that. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. I don't think NBC's ever gonna say how many people actually watched this race. Yeah, uh, ten of us. If yeah, at least ten of us. Three were of them watching. were reporters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and since the race was in Canada, they couldn't access. Peacock in the media center because it's Peacock is not in Canada, <laughs> so they couldn't watch the race in the media center. Which Wait, I found so very funny. could Canadians even watch their IndyCar? They could. Race? It was on their usual channel in Canada. Oh well, then why yeah. couldn't they just put that on? Because like they were trying to work on their computer and they just put it on and it couldn't. Oh, work. I guess yeah, because they're trying to. Pl- okay, that makes sense. But. Anyway, if any race had to be on Peacock, thank God it was this one because this is the most forgettable race of the year. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Kevin Lee was fun in the booth. Yeah, Kevin Lee was um, solid, as always. Yeah. I don't, I don't know much to say. I'm just disappointed at Joseph. Um, one thing we didn't mention is a uh, Rosenquist dive bomb on Rossi. Every, pe- not everyone, people got mad about those. Again, you couldn't pass. Oh, yeah, and Rossi. Felix oh, I was, forgot about that, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rosenquist was trying to get around him. That was the only way you could pass. Townsend, Toronto was just knocking him out. Townsend and James Hinchcliffe were very, like, they were kind of getting really spicy over it in terms of, like, arguing mm-hmm. about it and, like, just like, oh, I think, you know, like, I think that's on Rossi or, or I think that's on Rosenquist. That was a racing incident, buddy. They both left space for each other. 
It wasn't a lot I of space. I am really glad that they did not give penalties for that. Yeah, I agree with that. I worry that Grosjean is going to see that. <laughs> and, and it's going to be uh, bad encouragement for him. It's going it's to be bad. But so, oh, I could uh, been doing that the whole time. What? <laughs> like Grosjean hit everything but the pace car this weekend. By the way, he is just banging off all the, every single wall you can find. But I think this is the right call. No, uh, no penalty. Nothing. Um, if they would have give given Felix a penalty, I would have understood it. Like okay, but I think it's a racing incident because they couldn't pass. Yeah, they couldn't pass at all. This track is. I didn't really care for this track. I didn't really miss it, honestly. It there kind of forgot Saint what it was Pete's even like. Better almost. St. Pete's kind of a better yeah. street circuit. I don't know. Nashville's gonna. I don't like Nashville either, to be honest. That's honestly an awful street course. But we'll see. I will be curious how the new they made not new, but like they made some changes. Yeah. After last year, Nashville did. Um, I hope so. See if that's any better. I did not like the curved pit road. I forgot that was a thing at Toronto. Oh, yeah. Not a fan of that. That's what caused Joseph his issue. Not Joseph. Joseph did nothing wrong. It was the curved pit road at Toronto. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's championship implications I'm joking, by here. The way. Yeah. No, we are. But, but yeah. Um, point standings. Uh, Zach mentioned it earlier, but Erickson extended his lead some more. Power minus 35. Polo minus 37. New Garden and Dixon minus 44. After that, you have a big gap to Pato, minus 75, and Scotty McLaughlin is 77 back. I think these are your championship contenders. Everyone else is like 94 or more back. Um, If we're going to see a shift in the championship, it's going to be at Iowa this weekend. I am adamant about that. It is two Iowa races. Yeah. So it's essentially in the equivalent of the Indy 500 yeah, and double in points. Weekend. You have one weekend of double points. Yep. I'm really curious. This is this could be make or break, quite honestly. If Erickson goes out and wins both of these races, this might be over. Yeah. Low key. Or even, but, honestly, him just running top five is just what he needs to yeah. do. Honestly. Honestly, what he's been he could doing. just finish top five rest of the season and he'd win it. I think, like, honestly. Joseph and Scott mm-hmm. Dixon and I guess Alex Pillow will pop. They need to get some wins. They need to win yeah. an Iowa race and finish top but five I will in the say, other one. If you recall last year, Alex Pillow had that incident at Gateway. Yep. And then he also had a mechanical failure at the Indy Road Course. And it really it knocked him out of the points lead for the first time all season. Erickson's going to have something go wrong. He's been, more than likely. And it's like, if something does go wrong in the pressure, because I don't know how many times he's been in a championship battle, but it's like, if something happens, has been. if something happens, mm-hmm. can he, like, stay cool? You know, if mm-hmm. something, because something's going to happen in these last seven now, weeks. Power, Polo, and Newgarden have all been in this position before. We talked about this last year with Polo. He's never been in this spot now. And, you know, Polo has all the other baggage this year we just talked about. Yeah. But, you know, Power, Newgarden, and Dixon, they've been here before. Dixon and Power Erickson, are the IndyCar veterans. Mm-hmm. Newgarden is the new IndyCar vet. Like, he's the new he's the new best IndyCar driver, low-key. Like, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, he's got championships to back it up. But... Is going yeah. against that for a championship is going to be very intimidating. 
when New Garden's been winning championships longer than you've been in IndyCar. So, right. The same. It's gonna be interesting. Something's gonna happen, and Erickson's gonna have to react to it. So, yeah, he's it's gonna be a test. It's gonna be a test. And luckily, though, he's at Ganassi. He's got Jimmy Johnson. He's got Scott Pruitt. He's got Scott. Well, I guess Scott Dixon ain't gonna help him out, but <laughs> it depends how close he gets to him. But he's got Scott Dixon. He's even got Alex Pillow in case it's like a New Garden and Power go on the attack. He has a lot of people yeah. around him to help him. So Erickson can right. do it. He's been in F one. If anyone has mental fortitude, it's an F1 driver. Um, so I think Erickson right. definitely, he's still the favorite easily. It's going to be hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he has a huge lead right now. It's just, it's going to take one issue yeah. to just bring everyone else right back Joseph in. He's going to have four of them right there. Joseph needs a big weekend. He does. He needs a this is Joseph's best shot, and he has Gateway coming up, too. Gateway, too. Um, and he, I mean, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, um, yep. Speaking of kind of what's going to happen this weekend, are we ready to move on and make fantasy picks? I'm ready. I'm this so is big. nervous. I'm getting my ass beaten in IndyCar, but we've been new that. <laughs> like, what? Oh, we've been new. I've been new. You you beat me last week, so you have 12 points. I have 5 points. I need yep. 2 wins, and I'll be, what, 1 point behind? Yep. So let's have you it happen win. this weekend, please. You could sweep both races and be one point behind. Oh my god. I'm stressed. <laughs> this right. could be big, Zach. I was telling Zach before we recorded that he might need a Hail Mary. And I'm really curious what he's going to pick. Me too. Um, no, oh, you're, I, you too? <laughs> I have options. I have some options. Um, Alright. Alright, I'm ready. So we're going to do race one first. Alright. Yes, race one so, for Iowa Speedway. Alright, three, two, one. Joseph Newgarden. Joseph Newgarden. Obviously. Okay. 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 Sure. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I'm. <laughs> I have two people for my second pick that I don't know which one I want. Yeah. Okay. This is a bit of my a heart is pounding. Let's do this it. This is intense. Let's do it. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Pato Award. Pato Award. What? That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't think you would say that. I didn't think you would say that. I was thinking of his gateway runs where he's been really good. Okay. Huh. Okay. Interesting. I know my third pick. I don't think you're going to pick my third. I got my third pick. You ready? All right. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Scott McLaughlin. Scott McLaughlin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Listen. You can pick Jimmy Johnson, I'll take Joseph, and we can just move on. We can okay? just go on with our lives and not be here all day. Okay. People are going to look at the race graphic without listening and be like, what? Okay. This is going to be the longest right. fantasy segment ever. This is like a game of right. tennis where just no one can win. Okay. Yeah, we're just going back and forth. Okay. Okay. I have another one. I am indecisive. I Okay. I'm gonna go with this one. Alright, are you ready, Alex? I'm ready, Zach. Three, two, one, Marcus Erickson. Will power. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna pick Erickson. I was like, I was kinda reading you at this point. I was like, he's gonna pick Erickson next. I should I, I... <laughs> got power. I was torn between Power and Erickson. Oh my god, because I was torn between Power and Erickson! 
<laughs> okay, so I'm thinking like you now, so this is exactly what I need to be doing. Okay. You we might, still have you another race. Point for that. Oh my god. We still have we're another gonna be, race. We're gonna be sitting beside each other while <laughs> this is happening. Oh, we still have another race to pick for. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. I feel like I'm playing Smash right now. Oh my god. Alright. Mind games. I hate okay. this. Are you ready to make this picks for race number two? I'm ready. Right. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Joseph Newgarden. Joseph Newgarden. Okay. Come on. One of us has got to pick Joseph for this weekend. No. We, well, okay, but honey. No, this is for the best because we're both going to be Joseph fans. We don't want fantasy to get in the way of that. You know what? That's true. We don't want fantasy Fair to enough. get in the way of that. It's okay. Fair Hope we both. I won't. This, if anything, this is good for we can, you. Because Joseph's going to win and I'm not going to have him. So, then you and I can cheer and hug when Joseph yes, wins one of these and races. Scream, so and I'll, be great. I'll be pissing myself. Like I'll, I, I'm gonna yeah. completely just collapse. Like <laughs> <laughs> probably I'll be all sweaty I'm, too. So I'll be great. Um, oh, okay, yeah, it'll be great. Who am I picking? <sighs> okay, let me. This is intense. This is so intense. I have a lead. Why am I so nervous? <laughs> I don't know either. You're literally so comfortable right now in this championship. Uh. Okay. You know, I gotta, okay, I, got I gotta it. get kind of crazy here, low key. But I don't know. I was trying to tell you. Okay, I have a pick. You ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Felix Rosenquist. Scott Dixon. Ooh. <laughs> I was gonna pick Scott, low key. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. Felix is a really good pick. McLaren's honestly. good at all. He's been and he's been on fire lately. Let's get, let's get it, Felix. I didn't. I was gonna pick McLaughlin again, but I didn't want to just cycle through the same people again. Yeah. So I picked Dixon. Uh, Dixon and Power have finished uh, second and third quite a lot at Iowa. Yeah. So. That's good for you. Just get that defense. It is good. I will say, Joseph Newgarden has a tendency to win race two of double headers. Oh yeah, he does. Keep that in mind. Indy Road Course. He's won. He won race two. Uh, Gateway, he won race two. Iowa, Iowa Speedway, he won race two. He, I, if he's gonna win one, only one, it'll be race two. Dang. I feel, yeah. I'm trying not to get my hopes stuck. Felix like, won a double like that's header. Kind of likely. Felix he won at Road America. Felix won, yeah. So I made a good pick. Okay, I mean, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, who do I have for my first pick? I forgot. Oh, oh, uh, Marcus uh, Erickson. Okay. Yep. So I'm going number eight, number seven this weekend. All right. And Erickson, I picked because at that point I was like, "You're probably gonna." You just pick... needed something. Well, I thought you were probably <laughs> gonna pick him, or yeah. I need to get some one points eventually too, just to stop the bleeding. So, yeah, he, I think he's. If I get both of these points, you're gonna be three wins behind. You would need three wins just to tie it. If I get both, if I get just one point from each race this week, I haven't gotten a point since so. like. I think I, I have I think I've beat you in three races this year because I had the Joseph Long Beach one and then I have two other points from somewhere. That's insane. I've, yeah. I've been having a rough season, but NASCAR I'm having a pretty good season. I picked Truex at New Hampshire. He dominated. He didn't win, but he still beat Kyle Busch, so I got the point. And it is a tight points battle for NASCAR. It's 16. Zach in the lead, and I have 14. It is. Yeah. Um, I have my pick for NASCAR. Are you ready? 
I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. Okay. okay. You, get caught, that, you get that out of the way. You caught on. You caught on. All right. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you wouldn't catch on, but I as, I assumed we would both pick Elliott because like he's one. He's gotten top two less four. Yeah. All right. All right. I got my second I have pick. A backup pick. All right. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Kyle Bush. Denny Hamlin. Oh, shit. I forgot about him. I was going to. Okay, it's fine. It's whatever. Kyle Bush. He, he I, first, second and first at Pocono last year. The thing is with Kyle Bush is that after New Hampshire, he wrecked himself twice. And I picked him. And I was. I don't think he's all there right now. I really don't. He'll be there so, this weekend. It's okay. I won't be watching. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so if we don't watch, it doesn't count. Is that what you're no. saying? No, Denny. Denny's. A, I wish I remembered actually, but it's okay. But Denny. Denny's a good pick because he's good at Pocono. He's good there last year. Mm-hmm. He's been kind of solid lately. Um, six at New Hampshire. He's. I think. I and it just seems like he's the the driver this season to just get a bunch of wins and be a twenty third in points. So yeah, yeah. Dang, that was a good pick, Alex. Ugh, it's all right. I know. Dang. I'm happy with it. Yeah. I forgot about him. I knew there was a... I didn't... I need to start writing these down, but it's all right. I have a lead right now, so it's all good. I'm, I'm just keeping yeah. NASCAR well, close. I, I'm just keeping it close. Well, if I win, I take the lead back. Okay, but it's still like close. If I win the race. Still close. Still close. We got... Yeah. I'm, this is for... This is... See, again, IndyCar's the actual championship, and you're kicking my ass. NASCAR's for fun. Entertainment. Exactly. We gotta keep it close. <laughs> god yeah you're having a lewis hamilton in indycar right now man all right i really am yeah well that's it's been a really good episode been a long episode but we talked about a lot of good stuff um we're gonna have fun at iowa this weekend if you're at the track message us on twitter try to find us say hi we'll be there yeah um we're gonna be there both days and we're gonna be there friday um before we go my slay of the week is high v because they are putting on the Iowa weekend. They brought Iowa back from the oh, dead. Yeah. And they made Friday attendance for free. Yep. So you can go to Iowa on Friday for free. Are they having any really one-track cool. activity? There's some practices. Yeah. Okay. For IndyCar and... Um, mm-hmm. And Andy Lights. Cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'll be my first time so seeing we'll probably... IndyCar in person. Go yeah. Fast. That'd be awesome. And we're going to try going to the autograph session, meet all the drivers Friday. Yep. So. And I'm meeting all of them. I'm saying hi to all of them. Should I get an autograph? Not an autograph book, but I should get like a, um, well, I want something for them all to sign. That would be cool. Well, they probably have like programs there. They have like the, I don't know. You probably want on the same thing, but they'll have like hero cards that they're all signing and handing to you. Uh, something oh do they have here they they have hero cards that oh yeah i'll just collect those okay yeah okay i'm excited yeah well, this is gonna be this is gonna be so fun it's gonna be a great weekend it's gonna be a great weekend we're gonna i know we're gonna it's gonna be best weekend of the year yep. i can't wait thursday morning i fly out very early it's my first flight ever um and you know follow us on twitter at dreamy gp at new gaden um follow the podcast at gay racing pod um, follow us to keep up with our weekend shenanigans. So, I'll be, oh, yes. I'll actually be tweeting a lot because I haven't been tweeting that much lately. So, 